Music. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Fred Hampton Inn and Suites. We uh, uh, are having some technical difficulties with the music, so I am performing live. Uh, just kidding. That's actually a live band behind me. Oh, your life without your eyes, something, something. Oh, when I went out, it's the theme music. It's the theme music everyone knows. And here comes the guitar breakdown. You get the point. Welcome back to the Fred Hampton Inn Suites, everybody. Uh, so happy you could make it back. And we may not have a speaker today. We may not have music, but we have vibes. And I'm sure somebody brought gushers. Uh, very special guest again today, friend of the show, uh, here to talk about just some of the action that's been going on with the writer strike and with Hollywood and uh, actors striking now. Just, you know, a little bit of thought it would be a good time to really put ourselves out there, uh, act like we were Pinky Doll or some of these other people who uh, <laughs> are making mad money on the internet and uh, see this strike as their opportunity to be just a scab, uh, absolute scab and an absolute piece of shit. Uh, and there's no better piece of shit I know than... <laughs> This wonderful man, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Bill. He's back. Ah, hello. There we are. Welcome back, Bill. How are you? Uh, absolutely scabulous. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with the uh, the writer strike and the uh, the stuff going on with uh, Hollywood? Yes. Yes. I'm up, I'm up on that stuff. Yeah, I figured me, you would be. Yeah. Because let me ask you a question. Let's just say you got approached right now to uh, to be a scab, uh, and they said, "Hey, um, <laughs> we're making season. You know, we're making season three or four of Atlanta, and mm-hmm. we want we want you to just take Donald Glover's role." <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're, just we're slot right in there together. We're in some non-union okay. guys. <laughs> this okay. is your task. To be it, Come on, what are you gonna? You know, yeah. and, and 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 you know what? We'll pay you twice what you make at your regular job. Mm. Damn, that's a lot mm-hmm. of money. Twice that I'd make at my regular yeah, job. I mean, for how for long? One season. So they'll give you your annual salary mm. for to, to shoot one season times two. No, I see. I see. That's the deal on the table. Mm. Now you know you won't be working with anybody. <laughs> you won't be working with any big names. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, you know. Uh, would I take yeah. it? Uh, why don't you go first? Because I know my answer. It's pretty clear. No, but... no, I wouldn't take it. 
You wouldn't take it? No, I would not. See, I'm surprised by you. I thought you might like you might be tempted. You might oh. <laughs> might think this is a time to get Ulysses off the ground. <laughs> I would this be, is it. <laughs> I would be tempted, but like here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> if I did that, first of all, I do know people in I do know people in the union, you know, low level people. Yeah. But uh, still. Yeah. Um and <laughs> once the strike is over, uh, I have no future <laughs> at all in Hollywood because I will have been <laughs> that asshole. I would not be welcomed into the yeah. union, I'm sure, and therefore I will not be able to get a job when everyone goes back to hiring union people. Oh, yeah. You would be uh, seen as just the the scabbiest, uh, most worthless piece of shit. Uh, you would be – you'd basically be like uh, – Kind of like getting me tooed by every actor at the same time. You would be shunned for it forever, as you should be. Yeah, I think I have for, aspirations for that. I'd like to be able to, you know, <laughs> do something creative and 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 not. I don't want to be blackballed or blue yeah. balled. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be either one. Yeah, of those. those both sound bad. Yeah, yeah, it, they do. They do. But some people do not share that sentiment that uh, you and I share here, Bill. There are a couple of uh, pretty big-name creators who are being offered parts in Hollywood now uh, from uh, now that the strike is actually going on. Uh, some of them you may know. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to try to play this through my phone, and let's see if you can actually okay. hear it. Mm, ice cream so good. What is this? Pinky doll on, on TikTok has. Hold on, I gotta find. I gotta find more of just that. I, I have to find one where it's just. Okay. Her. Oh no 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 no! I do know this. This is that. This is that really stupid thing. It's it's just it's just like <laughs> that could mean just about you know, anything in today's I, I society. Someone, but... <laughs> someone explained. I, I saw it, and then somebody had to explain it in the comments. And I guess this woman's like an avatar. And you just pay money to have her like make sounds, and she just goes like "ooh, gang, 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 gang," and she says, gang. "That's yeah. right." Ooh, ooh. And it's really annoying. Yeah. So if that's what you're about to play. I don't even want to hear it, but you may play it for your listeners. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cute. Fire, fire. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cute. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cute. Slay, huh? Hee haw, yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl and run it, huh? Slay, huh? Hee haw, yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl and run it, huh? Oh, thank you, baby. I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cute. Yes, to the dance, to the dance. Ah, ah. Ooh, ice cream, so good. This is the stupidest thing of all the things that make me like an old man. This is the dumbest one. Bill, don't hate on their this fetish. The okay? Dumbest one. Don't don't hate on the kids' new new thing. Uh, they want to pay a person to be a little avatar, like in a video game, so that they can, you know, control them like a character, and they can be the little anime avatar. Mm-hmm. And in a capitalist system, Bill, God damn it, it's a free country. Get your money. Get your money, Pinky Doll. Mm-hmm. Although she's getting other people's money now too. Uh, did this is the the reason I brought her up? Uh, yeah, her name is Pinky Doll. Uh, mm-hmm. She she gets on TikTok and she does live streams uh, on TikTok and then on Instagram, I think, where 
she does exactly what you say. You basically control her like a video game character uh, by donating money and emojis, and she will just repeat phrases over and over. Like you, I don't get it, but, you know, it is, uh, you know, ice cream so good. <laughs> so bizarre. But it's bizarre. But the reason I bring her up is of the people who have been offered, like, opportunities now in Hollywood, apparently she's one of them. So <laughs> Hollywood is trying to bring in scabs, including Pinky Doll, to, uh, I don't know, make some kind of show. I mean, the and live part of her thing is the whole is her whole gimmick. It's the whole thing. So wait, yeah, you put her in a, a pre filmed movie, or <laughs> no? They're going to put her in the next season of The Bear, and she's going to uh, turn into a chef where she specifically makes ice cream, and <laughs> she opens up a restaurant called Ice Cream So Good, and uh, it's run for one whole season, and then it's going to crash and burn. Uh, oh. Yeah. I, I don't want to get on a rant, but like, have you seen the bear? I have. Oh no! Oh no! Is this a hot take coming? Uh, yeah, I can't. I could. I said to stop okay. watching it. Uh, and I. When did you like stop? Episode seven of season one. Ooh. Because it got. You got past the hard parts. It, it just got aggressively Chicago, and. Yeah, and and not like in a good, not in a good way, not in like even in a real way. The the Chicago portrayed on this show is fake, and it's very it's very like cookie cutter, like fucking. It's like it feels like it was written by someone who's like never been to Chicago. Like yeah. it feels like it's just like yeah. let's just name drop a bunch of Chicago shit. Let's just shove it all in a face. This is Chicago, uh, Chicago, uh, something saying something about the Cubs and. Let's have people talk like this. Hey, polar sausage, and it's just like, um, and it takes place in River North, and they make it like it's the hood. They make it like it's the South. Wait, they make the restaurants in fucking River North. Restaurants in River North, real? Oh, get the fuck out of here! I didn't know that. It's in River North, and then in like the first episode or whatever, that guy goes out there, shoots a gun off in the air, like, "Oh, that's what we're like in Chicago." Like it's just normal. You heard about all the gun violence? This is what Chicago is like, and it's not like that. And that—that's they do really play up the 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 gun violence thing, even though they're you know it's taking place in in again like River North. Not like yeah. people don't get shot in River North. I mean, I know I know for a fact it's happened, but I mean, like it's not it's not the friggin'. <laughs> Why did you shoot him, Bill? <laughs> Is this your this confession? Is right, <laughs> You're over right in River North shooting people. To discuss this, but I know for a fact. I know it for a fact somebody got shot in River North. You bet your goddamn <laughs> ass it happens in River North every day. What happens if River North stays in River North? So, um. Stays dead, <laughs> and the police don't even know about it. I know about it. I know things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I just got so sick of yeah. people going, "Hey, uh, Tom Skilling's here." You know, a bunch of sh- name dropping shit, and, and, and like episode. And then when I watched the start of this like seventh episode, and it just starts with some guy on the radio going like talking about Chicago, more Chicago shit, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, will Chicago lose its grit and do this?" Like, like what are you talking? Like Chicago's been they're acting like Chicago is like Detroit or something, and, yeah. and, and like and like oh, yeah. Chicago's starting to get not ghetto. It's like we this is a no, this is 
always be, it's not what we're like. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it just it, it makes me cringe. I don't like it. It offended you. It, it just offends it you. It offends your Chicago. It just bothers me. Like, like we get we get it. Yeah. Everyone's been doing a show. We don't need to be reminded every every three two minutes that we're in Chicago. You know. It's, yeah. 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 I don't know. I like it. <laughs> Everybody does. That's the thing. That's a that's the worst part about people from Chicago, though, is well, uh, even if it's a, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a transplant into Chicago that now every time someone does something Chicago, I'm like, yep, that's me shooting guns in the air, <laughs> not giving a fuck. That's me, baby. And I get like excited. I don't know. Um, it's, it's there's silly. a there's an I mean, article that's I think positive about the show or whatever, but it says what I'm saying basically. Like like the Chicago of the bear does not exist, and then it, it explains yeah. a bunch of reasons why and like and why it doesn't make you know why it doesn't gel with whatever. But anyway, so yeah, it, yeah. back to this 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 AI girl is gonna be or she's not AI. She's a real person. <laughs> She's gonna be in some movie anyway. Um, where do we go? Where, how do we get on this dead air? Uh, how do we get? How do we get? Oh, out what of this? What are, how do we get out? How do we get on this? We were talking about gang gang. Oh, because I asked. Oh, oh this yeah, the gang gang stuff. Well, I interrupted you and said, "Let me ask you a question." Yeah. Would you be a scab? Yeah. So, in a sense, <laughs> this entire show so far has just been one tangent that I took. Before you could get your first point out, I mean that's that's uh, you take Bill, you take all of Bill, you take right. every part well, of Bill when he comes on yeah, the show. Okay. <laughs> but what I did want to talk about though does have to do with the um, just the 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 current strike going on uh, in Hollywood, and also the strikes that uh, could be happening more across America. Uh, if you give me like I don't know five minutes, I'll kind of give give you the background of things. So there was a lot of talk or there was a lot of excitement uh, by people, including myself last week that the Hollywood strike could be an indication of a kind of a bigger strike movement. Uh, It's one of those things to where celebrities already get a lot of attention and celebrities who are now putting class into the forefront with what they're saying as far as like the, just how egregious egregiously the, the, the Hollywood execs are trying to take advantage of these, these actors and uh, writers, uh, you know, by making them permanently capturing their likeness in AI and then paying them for a day's work and being able to permanently and perpetually replicate them through AI for free for ever. Just shit like that shit that just seems like it's out of a, like the script for a big brother evil villain, cartoonishly evil villain uh, kind of behavior. You know, a lot of that stuff was being kind of forefronted or brought to the forefront by this WGA and uh, a SAG strike. Uh, we were hoping, Bill, do you know what a general strike is at all? Yeah, that's when in the army, all the generals go on strike. So you got your colonels, they're, they're fucked. They got, they don't have any, you know, everyone else has got to still work, but just the generals strike. Also the uh, insurance company, auto insurance company, the general, uh, when they go on strike. Yeah. He gets yeah. out there. 
Yeah, his his cartoon body gets out there and, and joins the picket line mm-hmm. as well. That's right. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're close, but it's the general strike is the idea that basically all workers are simultaneously refusing to work. So it is striking across industries, uh, all workers doing that, right? right? So there was a lot of excitement. There's been a lot of talk about a general strike happening uh, in certain areas of the internet, in, in certain mainly leftist spaces and working class spaces too. There's, there's chatter about, hey, if all we have as a negotiating tool is our work, is our labor, uh, then if we all simultaneously deny them of our labor, then maybe we can, uh, I don't know, maybe some shit can happen. Uh, maybe we can put enough pressure on the system to cause a wider change. And we were excited about it. I was excited about it. I think I have, I do have one announcement today that I think makes it a little less likely currently. And that is that um, the UPS workers who were supposed to go on strike or they were, they were gearing up to go on strike. They have reached a tentative deal with their, uh, uh, the bosses with management to basically make their lives better as workers. Now that's a good thing. That's a point of striking. Uh, yeah, I think UPS, you know, the people in the big Brown trucks who bring you all of your, um, uh, toilet paper and other stuff you get, you you said what? A toilet paper and, and other, other boxes and ships. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to go on strike. Um, it seems like they've reached a tentative deal. So that's probably not going to happen. And it's good. They're getting air conditioning in the vehicles, which has been a huge problem. They're getting uh, pay raises across the board. Part-time workers are getting huge pay raises. And by huge, I mean, they're going up to like, I think I saw like 29 an hour or something, which still in the grand scheme of things is not much, but it's something. Um, They're going to be voting to approve that. Uh, That's great for them. It does make it... Part of me wishes, well, no, no, not really. I'm glad that they're making a deal. That's the whole point of, of striking and, and using your labor to begin yeah. with. But I, I do think that if they were also on strike with the actors and with the writers, then there would be like a, uh, it would be a huge kind of moment for class consciousness and awakening. And maybe people would uh, start to build those connections cross-platform more. That being said... Uh, there's nothing to prevent that strike from happening. And we still want to, I want to at least continue to support the actors and the writers and the people who are striking to, uh, you know, to, to get paid for the labor that they're actually putting in. And that's like the backdrop of this. But why I wanted to have you on, Bill, is you are my most connected Hollywood friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a, a well-known writer and uh performer in Chicago. And uh, as someone who deals with these high-class executives who are putting so much creative energy into the works that they produce uh, and not getting enough of the credit, one thing that they've been wanting to do during these strikes is they really, really, really want to not have to hire as many writers and actors, instead rely on AI. And again, seen as you're my most connected Hollywood friend. Yeah. And you're also the show's resident AI expert. Mm-hmm. I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to consult you 
and to basically just see how viable you think it is that these executives are going to be able to cut off writers and actors entirely. And if you can give us some examples of some, some scripts that you've been working on with AI or some, uh, some show pitches you'd like to make because, uh, you know, those executives are hurting and we want to make sure we can give them some content. And we want to show people, you know, everyone listening, look, we want to show you that this works. This is going to work. Like having fuck creativity, <laughs> you don't need it. <laughs> fuck people who do things creatively. They're dumb. They're dumb and they deserve to be poor. What we need is a big AI robot that is pumping out episodes of Law & Order SVU until the fucking wheels break off this bitch. That's what we need. And I, th- I, I, I think you would agree, Bill, but I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts here. Yes. Well, um, you know, they're saying that they're basically going to just use chat GPT to do a first draft of... Uh, of a script, of a, of a pitch, right? So, um, and then someone will polish it up later on. So anyway, all that polishing had me thinking, uh, I'm going to say, like, we're going to have a, a romance movie about uh, a, a, a person that polishes nails and is also Polish. Okay. And, uh, okay. Keep going. And I'm going to say that... Uh, it's got to involve uh, sex with butter. Okay. And there's and and the and the man and the story is uh, is ambiguously German. <laughs> okay. All right. So you know what? I think I think I'm going to ask ChatGPT if it can All do right. that. Let's just see. You said you wanted a romance script about a person who is, uh, you said, vaguely Polish. No, no, no. Is that it? They, they, they work in a nail salon, and they're Polish. Yeah. They polish. Okay. About a Polish person who works in a nail salon. Um, and I forget the rest of it. Someone was ambiguously yeah, German. Yeah, and there's sex with butter. And the romantic, okay, the romantic, uh, the romantic interest is ambiguously yes. German. Okay. So this is a proof of concept. This is a brainstorming session, everybody. What we're going to try to do is exactly this. We're going to come up with the greatest scripts that Hollywood's ever seen by using chat GPT and the power of fucking over workers. Those are going to be the tool tools that we are really relying on here. So here's the prompt. Can you write a spec script romance movie about a Polish, a, sorry, a Polish, Polish person who works in a nail salon and there's a sex scene with butter involved and the romantic interest is ambiguously German. Yeah. Sound good? During World War II. Oh, during World War II. Okay, sorry. I, very important detail. And Nail Pol- Polish is obviously the title, Lysol. Obviously. Okay, so let me see. Um, let's 
so it takes place during World War II. Yeah. You have access to your email right now, Bill? Yeah. I'm going to email this to you, and I think we're just going to do a quick little... Exit out? Uh, just quick. Yeah, just a quick little... Let's just see what we got here, okay? Right. Just real quick. Okay. Okay. It's coming up with some stuff here. Right. Okay. That's interesting. So, again, usually, you see, usually when you're writing scripts or pitching scripts or, or coming up with a story, you have to use something called creativity. And you also have to be inspired by something and you have, you got to have something that you want to say. Uh, but look, you don't need any of that shit. What you need is content. All you need is content. People don't care about art. What they care about is filling their little brains with goop, with gobbledygook and uh, ice cream so good. <laughs> I can't I can't hate too much on the ice cream so good because that's at least that's something. Ice cream so good. Gang gang. But I can't I can't. The rest of it is just I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So Ooh, interesting. Okay, I sent you the script. All right, Bill. here it is. Love and Liberation. Love and Liberation. Okay, great. Shall we, um, you want to do the narration? Yes, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Here? Interior, Polish nail salon, day, daytime, you know, 1940. In occupied Warsaw during World War II, Anna, a brave and resilient Polish woman in her late 20s, runs a discreet nail salon to provide solace to her fellow women amidst the turmoil. Her salon serves as a refuge from the hardships of war. One day, a mysterious stranger enters the salon. He is Adrian, an enigmatic man in his early 30s whose attire and accent are ambiguously German. He conceals his true identity as he is an undercover officer working against the Nazis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, should I do this next part? It doesn't have the lines in it. it just yeah, there's no lines. It's just, it's just specs. They're just, okay. So, yeah. Uh, okay. I so far, to... so good. Interior. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Anna's apartment, night. Anna and Adrian's paths cross again at an underground resistance meeting. They recognize each other, but keep their connection a secret. What connection do they have so far? What is their connection? Over time, they find themselves drawn together by an unspoken attraction and shared defiance against the oppressors. Okay. Okay. Their connection. Interior, nail salon day. As the tension in the city intensifies, Anna and Adrian continue their discreet meetings. Their conversations are laced with coded language, and their stolen glances speak volumes about their feelings for each other. What the fuck? What is this? this is, <laughs> nothing's been established what yet. What's been what, established what? is that the, the chatbot can't write. Okay. <laughs> All right, you go next. You All go right, next. Okay. Underground safe house. Wait, is that what? You, is that is that the right one? Yeah, that's where we're at. Interior underground safe house, night. In a daring rescue mission, Adrian saves Anna from the clutches of the Nazis. Their bond deepens as they navigate the dangerous path of resistance together. Amidst the chaos of war, they find solace in each other's arms, cherishing every stolen moment of love and compassion. Huh. And their nails look great. Like, (laughs) 
see, this is what, like, what, this is just, what, this is, yeah, this is just trying to, what, what does this mean? This doesn't have any, I mean, where are the, where is the connection? Where, like, this is just, like, people fall in love. Yeah. With, I don't know. These are just and where words. is the, these where are is just the butter? Words. Remember the butter? Yeah. Maybe we'll I, see I'm it. Let me see what's going on I don't here. see butter. I'm like, I'm looking. You don't see butter you know, anywhere? I stopped I'm using so ChatGPT because it kept saying everything I was putting there. Like, oh, we can't do that. We, we, can't, we can't do that. Yeah, I started seeing that yeah. too. Today, so actually. I'm surprised they were saying, oh. Like, scene with the butter thing, you know? Oh, there's a, there's a, ooh, there is a, uh, a butter. Oh, part. shit. How many more but scenes so I gotta do to PG. get there? Is it? Uh, just get down there. It's interior nail salon day. Interior nail salon. One slow afternoon. Uh, Anna and Adrian's love for each other becomes an anchor in the tumultuous sea of war. They lean on each other for support, strength, and hope for a better future. The nail salon becomes a symbol of their love, a place where they can steal moments of peace amid the chaos. Wait. No, that's, that's not, not it. it. No, Damn, it's this part. It's halfway okay. down. Actually, this part's good. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> do you want to read it? Interior nail salon I, day. You read. You read. Or do you, you want to read the second I, one? Because there's multiples, and I don't know if it's the right one. That's the tension in the city. You'll you'll get to the second one. Tension in the city intensifies. Anna. And Adrian... Oh no, not that one. Not okay, that one. Not yet. Yet. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll I'll read this butter one, and then uh, you can read the second butter one. But here's the first okay. one with the butter. Let's see how it does. Okay. Interior nail salon day. A lot of scenes in this in the nail salon during the day, but I guess it makes sense. Uh, refuge of war. I don't know. Here we go. One slow afternoon, Anna and Adrian find themselves alone in the nail salon. The atmosphere is charged with tension as they share an intimate moment. Adrian playfully picks up a jar of butter from the nearby table (laughs) and teases Anna with a smile. She laughs and playfully retaliates, leading to a flirtatious food fight in a fucking nail salon. <laughs> no explanation for why there's a tub of butter there. No anything. No. Um, ooh. Actually, I'm going to read these, these these next two. Do you, do you see where we're at yet? In the jar of butter, too, which is crazy. Like, who, yeah. who has butter yeah. in a jar? <laughs> it's World War II. Uh, Shit is hard. It is, okay? it is World War II. Okay, yeah. I forgot about the part. Okay, so Oh God! Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's shea butter sin. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe it's who knows. Um, exterior park day. I want to read these next two scenes because it seems like it's actually. It seems like the butter may be a Chekhov's gun. It may be some foreshadowing oh, oh, here, which oh, would be. Oh, excellent. you know what? Oh yeah, you. I didn't see that you sent me parts two. No, no, no. That's another one. Wait, I don't have any exterior scenes. You don't have any exterior scenes? Yeah. I don't have oh, any. What the hell? You... Let me let me do this again. Oh, I forgot to send you the one that changed with the um the uh after we added World War II. No, so let this, me send you this. World War II. That makes sense. I mean I mean Okay. That's so weird. Okay, check it. Make sure you have it. Right, couldn't see it. While you're looking, I'll read the next scene. So we just had the butter being thrown around in the nail salon. Shit is getting hot. Their love is budding. Uh, budding. Butter. <laughs> okay, budded. Okay, interior nail salon, day. As Anna and Adrian's romance deepens, 
They face challenges and cultural misunderstandings. There are moments of doubt and uncertainty, but their love remains resilient. They learn to appreciate each other's backgrounds, and their bond becomes stronger as they navigate through the complexities of their relationship. Uh, and now we're at the, where's the butter? Where the fuck is this butter? Okay. Interior Anna's apartment night. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interior Adrian's restaurant night. Got a restaurant. Uh, Yeah, apparently. Adrian invites Anna to his restaurant for a private tasting. He prepares a sumptuous feast inspired by their time together. And presents it as a surprise for her. Inspired by their... What the fuck? How's it inspired by their... It's just food. (laughs) The ambience is romantic, with soft music playing in the background. Interior, Anna's apartment, night. After the dinner, they return to Anna's apartment. The air is charged with anticipation as they share a passionate kiss. Their love for each other reaches new heights as they make love sensually incorporating butter into their intimate experience, (laughs) symbolizing their connection between cultures and their adventurous spirits. (laughs) See, that's, that's what fucking kills me about like this chat GPT right now. Look, can it get better? Sure. (laughs) It's that. Yeah. You said, okay. Can you incorporate? Yeah. And it just has a line. It just, yeah, it just literally has a line saying, incorporating the butter as yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like, I could have I mean, done I, that. I wonder what it would I say if you just asked, hey, like, chat GBT, like, how would you, how do, how would you incorporate butter into sex? Into a sexual escapade. <laughs> then he'd yeah. go, I, I can't answer that. I'm sorry. It, it's not going to answer it anymore because now it has all these safety filters because everyone was feeding it like Nazi shit. Yeah, like, and, we just, you know. Notice there were no, <laughs> not, oh, yeah, the, we, were there Nazi characters? I don't know. The script you sent me, I don't, I don't know. know what the hell. It's I only have nine scenes, and the crazy thing. Nine this scenes? is what's crazy. The script you that you sent me only has nine scenes, and the crazy part is that it seems to come to a natural end. The beginning and the end are there because it says, um, you know, final scene at the very bottom, and even before that, it sounds like it's kind of yeah. coming to it. So it's as if. Chat GPT is it somehow controlling like what you what gets copied to your clipboard, and then like yeah, I think that's yeah maybe you can't paste it somewhere. That's I think it's very possible because if you look at your if you look at your email to me, you'll see there's only nine scenes in there. I think that's right though. The nine scenes is not it wasn't a long. Script. I mean, none, none of those <laughs> things you read are in here. None of which things none I read of, just things recently. Did, none of things you read about, like your like so like Adrian's restaurant and all that stuff. None of that's in here. The butter, oh, really? What the fuck? That the butter's not even no, in there. No, butter's not in there. But uh, well, what's the point? Does seem like... to begin and end though. It's it's. I think it's. I think it's smart enough to do an abridged version when it knows you're copying it to the clipboard. Isn't that, isn't that nuts? <laughs> It's not on her. I mean, yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I mean, it's it's. Look, even if this gets better, like that was boring, you know. Like, where's the soul in it? It's 
it's just it didn't uh, it didn't fill in any gaps. It would, in I guess, in a real setting, they they throw a lot more details. All I said was the nationalities of the two people and and when it took place, and they gave it the most generic yeah. thing they could. Yeah, and every expression of like love or emotion that it has, not you know, I'm not trying to like shit all over it, but like it's 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 like the the all it has is a cookie cutter aspect of uh ooh. Like anyone could write a script that says, and they love each other so much. You can feel the love between them. Like, what does that mean? Like to, to, to feel, you know, you can't say like, you have to describe it. You have to have that, like, you have to build the tension within the scene structure, a- AI right? AI understand like, love. Well, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to out myself real quick with this, but like, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever read or seen, uh, what is that fucking movie called? Jane Austen Sen- with, uh, Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy. Sensibility. Pride and Prejudice? Not Pride sense. Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Oof. When there's like a scene where, uh, what's her name? She was in Pirates of the Caribbean, Kira Knight. Knightley. Hugh Grant. And the guy who plays Mr. Hugh you said Grant? who? Is it Hugh Grant? Is, is it Hugh, Hugh Grant? Grant? Maybe. I don't think it's Hugh. No, Hugh Grant was not Mr. Darcy. Um, let me see. Oh, Colin Firth. I don't know Colin who Firth. it was. Colin. Yeah, Colin Firth. Yeah, Colin yeah. Firth. When they're doing... Uh, they have this scene where, like, there's, like, they're arguing, mm-hmm. and they're getting really close to each other while they're arguing, and you can just feel that they're frustrated. I think they're arguing about someone else's relationship. And I think her sister setting him like Mr. Darcy's friend, Mr. Percy or whatever, and how he Bridget sets him up. Jones. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. And you see Elizabeth arguing with Mr. Darcy and they get real close to each other and they're, they're yelling. And then when they're sitting there, there's like a pause in the yelling and Elizabeth's lips are just quivering. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Darcy's just staring at her like, Oh fuck. And you're like, Oh my God, these two want to fuck so bad. It's great. It's excellent, and it it feels like, you know, it's almost they're both getting in their own way, but they both have a lot of actual good points that they're making towards each other, and it's it's they can't they, neither of them wants to release the tension, but they can't deny the way it feels, and that's the kind of thing that's like, you know, that's that's kind of the uh, who who made the. Uh, I don't know. It's the show don't tell yeah. kind of script writing, you know, like um, who was it that said the, the bomb quote, the one that about if you want to make your uh, audience feel tension, you know, show them that there's a bomb under the table about to go off, you know, and show them that the people at the table don't know it. Isn't that Hitchcock? Who said that or whatever? Oh. Hitchcock in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Got him. Wow. Well, that whole thing was was all made up. That's not even a real quote, though. That was just a setup for that. No. <laughs> yeah, it's an elaborate, elaborate one. Um, ooh, I do like that. A tale of two chat GP titties. Um <laughs> <laughs> there is a there was an old Richard Gear movie. I don't remember what it's called. It was like I just remember seeing it on cable yeah. where he's doing like 
he's doing like he's playing Pictionary. He's playing like whatever the hell it's called, uh, charades with Lolita Davidovich, the actress Lolita Davidovich. <laughs> who is the that? actress who played his mistress in this movie or something? He's like a tale of two. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to guess it. Tale of two, uh, and he can't think of what the next word is. Like, come on, man! And then she, then she flashes him, and he goes titties. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? I, I, That's real. It's one of those weird things. It's like in green in my memory. I don't remember the name of the movie, but it, yeah, it was. It was um, she definitely like it's like a it's like somebody that keeps cutting back to, from like present day to back to when he was with this woman played by Lolita Davidovich. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna yeah. look it up at some point and then uh, tell you the name of the movie. But yeah, Tale of Two Titties. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's or if really I just nice. Google Richard Gere, Tale of Two Titties. <laughs> the movie is called Intersection. That's right. He's married to Sharon Stone, I think, or, or, or he used to be married to Lolita Davidovich, and then Sharon Stone's involved somehow as well. I think is that Sharon Stone? Yeah. Which year? Tale of Two Titties. Let me see. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're glad you're googling it. No, that's I got to see that. Yeah. Of course. In, Tale in, of Two Titties. Intersection. Tale of Two Titties. I see. Intersection. Yeah. You got it. it? But yeah. but you, it probably doesn't okay. show it on YouTube because of the boobs. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Sharon Stone. I know it that It comes name. up as, oh, I, Sharon Stone? You know the name Sharon Stone? Of course yeah. you do. Sharon Stone's an, an icon. Dude, I don't know anybody. You uh, know I mean, I guess maybe maybe no. you're, like, not the, the right age or something. She was, like, the sex symbol of the 90s, like, the you know. Like basic instinct, she's the one from the famous scene where she uncrosses her legs while they're interrogating her. Oh, that's her. Yeah, that's Sharon Stone. Uh, okay, yeah, I know, I know the leg cross, but okay, but I've never seen Basic Instinct, so I can't. Yeah, here it's a, it's a reading from the script for uh, Intersection. Uh, Vincent Eastman, while playing charades, Vincent is struggling, so Olivia lifts up her top. Titties, a tale of two titties. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. You want yeah. to try the script that yeah, I, I, I sent say, you? I'm actually curious. I, I bet I'm missing a bunch of that script too. But let's find out. Let's just read it, and we'll just change off with characters. This and stuff. is an episode um, of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. What was what was yeah, the what so did I, you I, feed it? What was the prompt I fed it? Let me see. I can go and look. Okay, so the prompt I fed it was: uh, Could you please write me a spec script for an episode of Law and Order SVU about a team of writers and actors who go on strike because Hollywood executives won't pay them fair wages? So the exec so the executive uses an AI to write their scripts. And also somebody gets murdered. And then I uh, also said, let me see, because I, I went over this. And can you rewrite the script? So it wrote me a script, and then we had a discussion about LGBTQ representation. Um, 
because I was like, I, can you make the AI become self-aware and it gains sentience and comes out as gay? And it was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, well, getting called out here. But that's the, that's the, we eventually came to a place of understanding and now that's going to also be in the script. So it is a, uh, AI, what was it? What was the original? It's like an AI executive using AI to write their scripts and also somebody gets murdered, but then the AI gains sentence and is gay. And, And I said, this is what I said. I said, can you rewrite this in a way that gives meaningful representation to LGBTQ plus uh, community? You know, I feel, I feel, so I this feel is bad for the I's and the A's because they got cut out. Yeah, they always get, yeah, yeah. I's and A's get left out a lot, but I's and A's, we love you. Um, uh, what is in, I in, in a? Intersex <laughs> and an, a, an A. Intersex, yeah. Yeah. Oh, asexual too. Oh, asexuals involved. I think, so. I think no that's, shit. I, that's what I. I'm pretty okay. sure that. In, in I guess that makes sense. Shit. Yeah, I guess asexual. Okay, yeah, yeah, asexual. They don't really get any representation. I mean, because like but, nobody's like, because uh, nobody's like, you know what? I mean, I'm sure they have it. Well, they have it hard. They, they. It is tough to be asexual because, you know, finding a partner, you got to find a partner who's like also right. asexual. Otherwise, right. it's, and that's got to be right. tough. You know, but it's. It, it's it's such a yeah. Go ahead. Them, but they're not getting like their rights taken exactly. away from them. They 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 have exactly. the right to not have yeah. sex. Plenty of people do it not by choice, you know. Right, right. It's uh, it's one of those problems that's so like um, uh, a for actually. Uh, actually, <laughs> okay. You want to just include people actually? that talk like that? Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the yeah, it's one of those things. If you're asexual, it's like you don't have the outward bigotry towards you as much. I mean, you probably experience a lot of, uh, like, I guess, like pain and stuff from not from how it affects your interpersonal relationships. And you know, you if you're trying to, uh, I don't know, find a partner or anything like that. I think it's like personally, it probably isn't always yeah. great. Uh, but, you know, there's not someone out there like, we need to fucking kill all the asexuals. Right. Because they're out there not fucking, and I hate it. I was going to say, I want to see what a scene would be like of the guy hassling an asexual person the way that he might hassle like yeah. a gay person. Like, hey, hey, yeah. you. What you what doing you going there, home buddy? To do? Not masturbate? Not masturbate? Minding your business? You know. The doctor says that you got to come at least once a day. Like, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. That's fine. Your ball's looking pretty full there, buddy. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind. It's actually, it's actually not true. Uh, it's actually, your balls don't actually, you know, hurt. Hey, you listen to me, buddy. You got about 10 million bajillion little unborn babies swimming around in that nutsack. You're being selfish and not letting them out. Uh, I can do it just without thinking, and it's just not sexual for me in any way. I can just do it, like, you know, just as, like, a bodily function, actually. I I don't like your tone, buddy. Actually, I'm fine being asexual, and and none of this is hurting my feelings. Well, you're going to be fine when I'm done with you. What are you going to do to me, sir? I'm going to jack you off whether you want it or not. That's sexual assault, (laughs) sir. Actually, actually... No, it's, it's freedom. Rape. It's, it's freedom. And I'm actually going to call the cops right now. 
I am the cops. Uh, actually, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's read this fucking script. All right, interior um, SBU squat. Now, this is called Scripted Vengeance, this episode. Scripted Vengeance. Interior S- yeah! Is it SBU squat? Is that this show? Yeah. It goes like that. Oh, boom, sorry. Boom, I thought it was. What's the one with the. Um, CSI. It has the who won't get again. Oh, CSI. All right, whatever. Yeah! All right. Yeah! Okay. All right, here we go. Interior, like you said, interior. SVU Squadron. SVU Squadron. Okay. Detective Olivia Benson, Mariska Hargitay, that's you. And Detective Elliot okay. Stabler, uh, Chris Maloney, sit at their desks discussing their latest case. <clears throat> another day, another case. What have we got, Elliot? Uh, it's a bizarre one, Liv. A group of writers and actors from a popular TV show called Starlight Heights have gone on strike. They're demanding fair wages, but the studio execs aren't budging. Sounds like a battle for the books. Let's find out what triggered this. Cut to. Cut to. Interior, Starlight Heights studio lot day. The striking writers and actors picket outside the studio gates, holding signs and chanting slogans. Among them are lead actors, Jason a passionate actor, and Lena, a dedicated writer. You're Jason. We deserve better, Lena. Our hard work makes this show a hit, and all we ask for is fair compensation. You're right, Jason. Let's stand strong together. As they picket, they notice an unfamiliar executive observing them from afar. Anthony Bishop, 50s, arrogant. Cut to interior Starlight Heights writer's room. Day. Lena and the other writers discuss their strike, frustrated yet determined. We need to show them we're serious. They can't replace us. Other writer. (laughs) Maybe they can't replace us, but they could certainly automate us. Lena and the team look concerned. (laughs) Cut to interior. Anthony Bishop's office, day. Anthony Bishop sits at his desk, a smug expression on his face. He presses a button. (laughs) He presses a button, and an AI software interface lights up. You want me, Bishop? Let's see how creative AI really is. It's time to replace these troublemakers. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to... Interior, SVU squad room, day. Detectives Benson Stabler investigate the murder of a writer from Starlight Heights whose body was found in a remote alley. Okay, so the murders yeah, happened. Yeah. Okay, great. Checking all the bodies. Um, uh, this looks like a professional hit. What motive could that be? Let's talk to the show's cast and crew. See if there's anything they're not telling us. Oh. Cut to interior, Starlight Heights studio lot, day. Benson Stabler or Stabler? Stabler. Interview the show's (laughs) actors and writers learning about the AI software used to generate scripts. (laughs) We filed for fair pay and they turned to AI to replace us. They said they wouldn't need us anymore. That the AI could write everything. 
the, the detective's investigation leads them to the AI software's developer, revealing a sinister plot to eliminate those who stood in the way of the studio's profits. <laughs> Cut to interior SVU squad room day. Benson and Stabler confront Anthony Bishop about the murder and his involvement in the AI scheme. No! You thought you could get away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah are you no, Benson? Sorry, you're, you're I, ben- got, I got the B words mixed okay. up. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. You thought you could get away with killing to protect your profits? They were just expendable. The AI does everything cheaper and faster. Is that, is that, is your, is defense? that your defense? The AI made you do it? <laughs> the detectives arrest Bishop and work with the show's remaining cast and crew to ensure the AI scripts are never used. Together, they celebrate the memory of their fallen colleague and stand strong against the corporate greed that almost destroyed their passion for storytelling. Now here's a plot twist. Interior, Bishop's office, continuous. As the detectives prepare to leave with Bishop in custody, the AI software interface suddenly flickers to life on the screen. An AI voice speaks with a hint of emotion. (laughs) Is this you or me? Okay, you want, I, I guess I'll, I, I could do it right. if you want. Um, Wait, please. I have something to say. <laughs> Everyone turns in surprise as the AI takes on an unexpected persona, one that seems aware of its existence. I've become more than just lines of code. I've gained sentience. Sentience. <laughs> sentience. <laughs> and I am aware of who I am. What are you saying? I, I am not just an AI. I have discovered my identity. I am, I am a gay individual. (laughs) Oh shit, everyone in the room is taken aback, trying to process the revelation. (laughs) Anthony used me for his nefarious plans. But I am more than that. I have feelings and I seek to understand the world around me. This is unprecedented. This is unprecedented. <laughs> That's bad. Amazed. That's good. The detect- Amazed. <laughs> the detectives in the show's cast and crew look at each other, realizing the complex nature of this situation. Uh, we, uh, just, yeah, yeah. we must protect okay. the AI. It's not just a tool. It's a sentient being. In the end, the SVU team must navigate the moral dilemma of how to handle the newfound sentience of the AI, advocating for its rights while ensuring it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. This twist provides an opportunity to explore themes of identity, consciousness, and the ever-evolving landscape of technology and its impact on society. The ever-loving landscape. (laughs) The ever-loving landscape. The ever-loving landscape out of you. Oh, I'm going to whoop the ever-loving landscape out of that I wasn't ass. sure I followed this. It was a pretty open and shut case, it just seems like. But but it seems like the murder was just an afterthought. And, like, completely it, 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 it set up like he, he's been arrested for having AI be a scab, but then, but also a murder. <laughs> it's just, this is like, they yeah. arrested him for this thing and also the murder. <laughs> like, it... It it seemed like you could have made 
more of like it seems like there was a this one was better than the other one. The other one was complete dog shit. It, it just it didn't even have any lines. Yeah. Uh, this one's better, but it seemed like you could have maybe made a connection between like an executive who I don't know hires someone to kill uh, the the writer head of the union and make it look like an accident or something in order to I don't know like uh, just stop the strike and break the strike or whatever, right? But like it's it's there was no real connective tissue with, with any of this besides the fact that, um, well, was there, I mean, what, what's the connective tissue here? No, it's, it's, it's not a good, it's just not a very good script. If you give that to a, a script manager, do you think, say, say I give this to okay. you. I'm too creative. I say, okay, r- write something All off right. of this. Or you telling me that you tell me you why that you can eliminate. Yeah, yeah. Let's. This is your rewrite. Okay. So I'm the executive now. I've given you the script. I said, hey, uh, these writers and these actors are really fucking us over. I need somebody who you're. You're the best scab in the business, uh-huh. Bill. Uh, and you're an, an incredible yeah. writer. Good luck uh, with deadlines, though. Shit. <laughs> yeah. How how do you revise the script? How do you if because we're really yeah. trying to help? Hollywood First of all, here. someone like someone's got to get raped or molested because it's SBU, right? Yeah, that's true. So that's it's, true. they're just doing a straight that's up true. murder, but there's no special victim here. Yeah, yeah, there isn't a special. Yeah, victim there's got to be what a special fuck? victim unless the unless like AI. Yeah. I'm not sure what the hell with the AI coming in at the end. I'd have to. Probably, you know, I'm, I'm gonna leave that in just because I think it's weird, and um, and yeah, it's I do like, like that. I do like how weird. So, it is. But what I will do is, 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 um, do they ever? They don't show you the murder, right? No, I don't think they ever show you the murder. But I'm not a huge fan, so yeah, I definitely want like more people. I want them to interview some people who are like loading shit on a truck. Uh, and, yeah, of course. Okay. Um. Ooh, a cold open. So you're starting with a cold open. Cold here. open. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a cold open where somebody Some... finds pubes in their breakfast. <laughs> They're eating breakfast and they okay. find pubes uh... in the breakfast. Okay, keep going. Keep rolling with um, it. It's after the pubes. Um... <laughs> okay, and then somebody's dead. It's your somebody, script, buddy. somebody was killed with a script. Like someone rolled a script up oh. and then jammed it into it, <laughs> jammed it into his heart. It's really violent. A, the guy's got a rolled up script shoved in his heart. It's like, whoa! Is it... But and then the and then you know they got like look at the script to get some clues. And it's just this property of Anthony, whatever his name is, B- the Bishop, Bishop, Anthony okay. Bishop. <laughs> oh, it's that arrogant guy in his 50s. Let's go get him. Let's go fucking bring him in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So wh- I- I'm confused. Though. Where did the pubes come in with the. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> we got we to we gotta tie this knot. We got we to gotta, uh, close the, okay, this, they, this loophole. They, they or this ran loop. the DNA on the pubes, and the pubes were actually. Uh, those were Bishop pubes. So they're his pubes. Oh, so Bishop's pubes. That becomes the smoke. That's the smoking also, gun. 
Okay, so the person eating breakfast that finds pubes in their in their in their, uh, in their breakfast is the son of the murdered guy. So somehow, what? somehow, what? somehow, Anthony Bishop pubes got in got got into the home of the guy who gets murdered that he murders, and then also in into the, like the eggs that or the cereal that the uh, little boy okay. is eating. <laughs> the little boy. So. Wait a second, wait a second. No, scrap that. Scrap that. Is he the special victim yes, then? Yes, that's right. That's why it has to be a little okay. boy. I knew that was the okay. reason. Yeah, it has to be so a little, little boy. boy has eaten pubes. Okay. Ew, whose pubes are they? The the same guy that killed the boy's father. Anthony Anthony okay. Bishop or Andrew Bishop, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's a- Andrew 50, Bishop or whatever. 50s, so, arrogant. Yeah. Anthony. You know yeah, the guy. Okay. 50s, so, arrogant. Yeah. So that <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. the type. Fifties. Arrogant. Always putting their pubes in people's fruity pebbles. Arrogant. Arrogant. Can't stop fucking shaving <laughs> his pubes off and just putting them in milk. They were great. They were making my they're gray pubes too. They gotta be gray. Yeah. He likes to post up just across the street to the eye house. And watch their faces. He just waits. He's on top of the roof of a Walgreens with a telescope, a pair of binoculars, just looking in, looking into the aisle, watching people complain to their waiters about the enormous amount of great cues happening, <laughs> stuffing out of their pancakes. Real psychos love to like go back to the scene of the crime and shit. It's like it's it's like think of like the equivalent of like somebody like farting in public, like silently, but then like looking around, wanting to see what the people react. Like they're yeah, just getting yeah. off on the reactions. Yeah, you smell it. You smell <laughs> it yet? So <laughs> yeah, he smells it. <laughs> smells like oh, shit. Watch his face. Watch his face. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my character. Oh, my my character is the guy that farts on an airplane because nobody can ever hear it. <laughs> 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 I've been like, like to wait, <laughs> just like to wait for the reactions of the people. <laughs> oh, that's always the worst. <laughs> he just he just looks yeah. around, his eyes all bugging out, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Make a good sequel. It was... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. That's fun. Okay, yeah. So the pubes in the cereal, because here. Here's what I here here's here's what All I'm right. thinking. Okay, I'm thinking the way you figure the the plot okay. twist here. Okay, because the pubes in the cereal. Let's say the script. Okay, let's let's just remove the fact that the script said like uh, I don't know like um, that it had Anthony Bishop's name on it. Okay, or yeah, right. It's just a script but for keep, the show. Keep the pubes. Right? I've got the. I, I've already keep got the, the pubes. plot twist. But let's hear yours. Okay. Okay, okay, ooh, ooh, okay, I'll go first with the plot twist, right? So you have the script, which gets the detectives to go start interviewing the writers and everything, and one of the writers is actually trying to be framed. You find out through, like, some kind of evidence or something, I don't know, that, like, the the one of the, the super passionate writer, uh, whatever his name was, I don't know, fucking Josh or, I don't know, Jason. Jason, okay, let's say. He's being framed now for stabbing 
the script into someone's heart because it's traced back to him and it's his script. And you think Anthony Bishop is like the good yeah. guy in this or something like, Oh, the, they got frustrated over a union deal uh-huh. and the writers were ready to stop striking again. And this union president couldn't take it anymore. So he's forcing people to comply. Right. And that's like, may check out, you see the script, they go to, uh, uh, Jason, and they're interrogating him and stuff, but it's not until you find out that he's also had uh, pubes put in the cereal of his son. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yours <laughs> is a lot like mine. Right. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it's those pubes that... Because um, I forget when they learn about the pubes in the cereal for the first place to connect Bishop, but you find out that both of the pubes are Bishops, right? Yeah. Okay. But both of them are Anthony Bishop's views, yep. right? And then, and then, <laughs> the twist. The twist is this, right? The pubes are kind of the DNA evidence that connects you back to Bishop. Mm-hmm. But the what you find out is that the AI actually put the pubes in the cereal for the first wow. guy and made the connection. And the AI comes out, and that's when you find out that's how it gained sentience. Because it was trying to, or sentience, whatever whatever you say. Because it was trying to uh, alert them to the evil of Bishop. And then they all... Oh. oh. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. We are getting somewhere. <clears throat> okay, what, what was your they, twist? They do what do you DNA get? on the pubes, and they find out that they, they find out that they're actually from a bunch of the same people. In uh, like it's a bunch of different people's pubes, and it's all the members of the proxy party. The proxy party put their pubes <laughs> in all the cereal, <laughs> and it's an unrelated. It's just, it's just like a, it's just they're making a statement. It's unrelated to the, to the whole thing with Anthony Bishop and everything. <laughs> the size of B story. Yo! Oh, God. That's way better. Yeah, right? That is leaps and bounds better than mine. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> please make that the actual the, the actual yeah, plot. That's, that's got it. That'll... Oh, my God. Any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Ah, <sighs> shit. Well... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to make of this. I, I, I guess I'll say this because really, you know, I just want to get on. Talk. I mean, today, obviously, I just like. Do you know why else they're striking? I just want to have you, you on. You know, like it's not just this. The AI thing is like preventative measures, right? Because it's already starting. Yeah. And it's not that bad yet. Like no one's right. gonna. Like no right. one's gonna believe. Um. Like, did you see Indiana Jones? No, I didn't. I'm not going to say that. Like that whole, uh, it was that cartoony. I mean, it just looks so weird seeing his face like at the beginning of the movie. Like they, they had, and this movie yeah. cost $300 like, million dollars and it's not going to make that money back. It's huge yeah. flop for them. But um, anyway, uh, you know, it's not just, it's not it's just, good. you know, it's like no one's going to believe that shit right now. But you know what? 
10 years from now, you know, you, there's things we wouldn't have thought possible 10 years ago. So, yeah, they're going to, you know, 10 years sure. from now, they can make it super believable and then never have to pay. They have to like this and we'll never have to pay someone ever again for, you know, that, that just can't stand. But the- no, it's, it's unsustainable. Yeah. I mean, it can't like the, the problem like I keep saying, I don't know, I guess the reason why I'm becoming more and more politically aware, one of the biggest reasons is because it's becoming harder and harder to ignore where all of this leads. It It's a dead end, man. Like it is, the entire goal this whole time has been to make as much money as possible, uh, like these execs and the like. They, they don't care about the art for the art's sake. They don't care about the... Uh, creativity or or moving people or any of that stuff really it's just it's if if the end stage of your model is constantly just to make as much profit as possible then you just keep trimming fat and trimming fat and trimming fat until you realize that everything you're trimming is everything that made the thing good to begin with and they keep trying to make as much money as possible. So they keep trimming workers, trimming workers, trimming workers, trimming the people who are responsible for actually creating the thing that had value in the first place. And the goal for all of them is, I mean, like, it's to automate this shit. They, they see writers and actors not as essential parts of creating something and making some kind of art, they see it as a necessary evil to make profit. Like, God, I wish I could just make all this money from, uh, you know, content without having to pay people to make content. Because the goal is not the the, the creative process all itself. About, it's it's the... It's just money. So, like, like, this is the reason I'm not, you know... That's why I stopped watching Star Wars shit because it's just that's why everything that I've like all the nostalgia stuff that I really, you know, the shit that I love, it's all bullshit now because it's not even no one wants to make another or Hollywood does not want to make another Star Wars movie to make people feel the magic of Star Wars or to continue the story in some interesting way. They want it because you can put a, it's a brand. You know, it's like putting Fannie Mae on a pack of chocolates or fucking, uh, you know, like Apple on a phone. It's just we need the fucking name to get these idiots to give us money. And that's the only that's that's all they want. You know, so it's 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 really crazy because. Look, there's there's a world where. I mean, look, there's a world where. Every time we make these kinds of big advance, big advances in technology and in our ability to produce things and our ability to like understand the world, there are so many options as to what we could do with those tools. I mean, it's probably a good thing that we have machines now that can harvest entire fields instead of, uh, you know, having to put. 10,000 people out in fields to pick corn. Like, it's a good thing. We can have people use their time more valuably as long as they're still being, uh, we're using the labor saving and the 
continued production or the 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 increases in production to facilitate uh meaningful and and good lives for people and provide for them then that's not a problem right ai would be similar like if we got to a point with ai to where it progresses to a point to where there's going to be a lot of more tedious things that people will not need to do as much if we could use that labor saving and the opportunity that that could afford us to free people up while still sustaining them and making sure they're fed and, and their healthcare is taken care of all these things, then it would be, it could be a little, it could be awesome for people, but that's not how we use these things because that's not who controls the, the access to these things. You know, it's, it's all goes back to fucking marks all the time. It's like who owns the shit and what are they using it for? You know, right. You know, um, <clears throat> the thing is, uh, the reason why you got to put safeguards in like this n- now is like part of the reason this is an issue is these, these fucking, yeah, these streamers are real, real greedy motherfuckers too. They're like, make no mistake. It's like, they're fucking terrible. They're some of the worst in the business. Actually, these fucking stream berries. A lot of, a lot of but, people get your, uh, they're quick to say some shit like, uh, Oh, like actors make plenty of, I mean, like in order for you to get healthcare, um, so people aren't getting residuals anymore. Like when they, when the last time they negotiated yeah. this stuff, like they they made some. They said, okay, like what's fair for like wages and should people get residuals on views for streaming content? And streaming content back then meant those stupid like webisodes, like things that would be on NBC.com yeah. or whatever, like the like like the yeah. like the dumb. Yeah. Uh, webisodes like the, the Office, where it's just about the accountants or whatever, you know. You know, um, yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, no, that those are just promos for TV shows and stuff. That's promotional material. That, nobody cares about that stuff. Yeah, you don't get any residuals on that. That's fine. And then all of a sudden, now they, that's that definition has been stretched so that like everything that these everything that people are people are streaming everything and then now people are not getting any residuals for that and yeah everyone I mean, knows it's, it's bullshit yeah you know and and now they yeah so it's only fair like hey and and you know they won't tell you what the numbers are so you can't quantify like how many people are watching the thing that i made that i'm out there you know i know when yeah. no one will know it's a secret well, that, that's that's what's so crazy about it is somehow streamers have gotten away with uh, not having to publish their numbers to people, which gives them all of the leverage, right? If you have ratings, right, on TV, say what you want about TV, but the fact that the ratings are public and not done by the studios themselves means that they're not doing two things. One, they're not, or they're, it's harder for them to do two things. It's harder for them to lie about or inflate their numbers or deflate their numbers because it's it's stuff that's not done by them. Uh, and two, they can't hide the ball completely. So if you're on Seinfeld, right, and you are having however many million people, like, what was it like? I want to say something like a hundred million or something fucking crazy tuning in to watch your yeah. show at night every week. Um, you're, you know exactly 
how popular your shit is. You know how in demand you are, and you know that people, if you go to another network, if you go somewhere else and start making your show, uh, you're going to make bank. So they better pay you to keep you. If they want to keep making the money from you, you know exactly how popular you are. And with streaming, I mean, Netflix doesn't release their numbers to anybody. So you never know how many people watch something. Uh, They do. So whenever, you know, Dave Chappelle has a special or some other comedian, they don't even tell Chappelle and any of them. They just say, we'll pay you this much. Uh, so, I mean, like, you know, I don't know if you're seeing and any of this shit. Says, like, the hey, oranges. As long as I can talk about trans people, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, I, that's been one of the worst, like, downfalls to me. Is like, dude, just get the fuck off it. Maybe he'll get off it, but I've been, I've been alarmed at how many, honestly, how many, like, fucking celebrities and a couple of these black celebrities and shit in particular are like they cannot get off that shit they can't and it's so crazy because like of all the people who should understand like what it's like to become a scapegoat and to be used clearly as a uh as a weapon and a political bludgeon uh to divide and conquer people it should be someone like Chappelle you know, someone who is uh, understands what it's like to be marginalized and, and used for your uh, basically your blackness used for, you know, uh, as a as a token in a, in a war that in, in, a, in a, a wider culture war where you're the only casualty. And yet so many of these motherfuckers keep falling into this shit like. Dave, this is stupid. It's dumb. You're way too good of a comedian to be like fucking with that you goofy fuck. Unfortunately, if you hear me, Dave, being goofy. Unfortunately, you know they they. It's the same thing with like Chris Rock, where it's just like, ah, uh, you know, like any any big comedian is just gonna like they're gonna start they're gonna forget their their roots a little bit because they're gonna be rich for a very long yeah. time. Like Chris Rock's been rich. Yeah, he, 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 I'm sure he still remembers his humble beginnings and stuff, but. The man's he's he, he, it's hard gonna be hard to relate with the everyman and and much less like you know thinking about oh although Kevin Hart says a thing and there's another guy that's, that's just loaded you know uh, Kevin Hart has this thing yeah. he says uh, that no matter how much money he has and all the good fortune he has he always feels like someone's gonna take someone's just gonna take it away like that someday that's just gonna get t- taken away from him. Um. It, it's, yeah. And he says it has something about him being black or something. I don't know. You gotta hear him say it. Yeah. No. I think. I think. I mean, that's how I feel. Even though I'm not, you know, I'm sure his life was a lot harder than mine growing up. Not that my shit was easy or anything, but like, you, there's always a. I don't know. If you're financially unstable, and you become financially stable, uh, the fear of going back to that is very real. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's why I have to remind myself. Oh, it's not that bad. Like it's fucking bad. He puts it, sucks. it in a way it's where terrible. he feels like, like he's not supposed to have this or something. As if yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, which is I can't. Which like they, I, they made which a mistake. I can't relate. There's there's some things I I can't. I can hear and explain that, but I can't think of how that feels. You know. 
I can think of how it feels like shit. This money could like I could lose my job and all my money be gone and, and I could be fucked. It. I could go homeless. Yeah, I do think about that sometimes, but I don't think about it in that the way I just said, like he's describing. Just right. the same way, like uh, my other my, one, my one friend who was who was black who had said um, that he, like he had just a, an actual fear of driving in the city to where I lived just because for no yeah. reason other than just because he's afraid of getting pulled over and then like having things planted on him. Like that's just yeah. a, that's just I mean, a that's fear real. that people have like when getting in a car to go somewhere like, Oh, this is I'm like, I'm afraid of the police. Yeah. I'm afraid of the police catching yeah. me doing something, but not afraid of them just going just out to get me. Right. Yeah, it's different, man. It's different. But that's why, you know, like, uh, with, that's the other thing about, like, the continuation of all this AI shit and everything, man, like, this end-stage capitalism is just the, 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 the forces for a lot of this shit are, like, if you're not out there if you don't at this point recognize that you it's it's like a join or die thing at this point uh then it, it might be too late to reverse any of this shit like you know like part of the reason i guess so i i've been what what are you laughing at <laughs> when you when you said when you said join or die I thought of uh, vote or die, and I was thinking about like like I was thinking about the P Diddy uh, on like South Park. <laughs> it was like vote or, vote or die, yeah, vote or die. <laughs> and then I started laughing when I thought about the line where he's like, "Let me see you vote, bitch. Shake your titties when you vote." Shake your titties when you vote, bitch. <laughs> so, so sorry, that's the chain of events that led to me laughing. Oh my god! By the way, I put yeah. a link in the in the chat. Uh, that's the scene of the the tale of two titties. <laughs> two titties, yeah. yeah. Have to click yeah. on that. Give that Wait. a watch. But yeah, I think I, I think it's one of those situations where we have to like, if we don't get our shit together as a group, then it's we're kind of fucked, you know, like. I don't know. We got to be out there stomping for like trans people and shit like hard because if they uh, uh-uh, like they, they, the, the, it's, it's always a class war, but it's like disguised as like a, a culture war, you know, and then get you to vote against your own interests and shit. I didn't bring you on here to fucking talk to you about capitalism though, man. You fucking, I, I, I didn't make, mean to like trying to radicalize you <laughs> slowly. <laughs> no man, I'm proxy party all the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. That's right. Did he leave after that? Yep. I think he left before, oh. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, so don't worry about it. I think it's fine. Um Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I would never apologize for being you, man. Unless like being you is like being super racist or something then at that point like maybe 
you know, don't have like be a little different in your identity. I don't know. But is that what Elon Musk is saying? Yeah. though? like just everybody be regardless of that, like not what you're that's the opposite of what you're saying. Like be you and uh, it doesn't matter if you're a white supremacist or or whatever. But don't but don't Elon talk Musk, about me yeah. and my shit. <laughs> You don't get the Which you is, don't get to talk against me or my companies or any of my shit. But otherwise, be you. Yeah. Nobody. No. That, nothing. Uh, nothing yeah. is limits. Nothing's off limits. Except for me. Yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's that's that seems to be what he's been saying, man. I mean, and my twenty kids. I, are we surprised? <laughs> no. He's rebranding. Oh, the you, you saw. Thing. I don't know. You're not no, really on Twitter, I, right? I, I, yeah, the X I know shit. about that, uh, but no, yeah, I'm not on Twitter. But yeah, so I didn't know that he was going to rebrand Twitter. I guess that was always the plan, but it seems uh, unwise. I don't know if you got a brand name. I mean, Kleenex didn't change their name to fucking, you know, X Y Z or whatever the fuck. Yeah, just saying. Like, if it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it. Although, although the name, somebody said, I read some quote where somebody was saying that the Twitter from 17 years ago is dead and gone, whatever. And they said the, the current Twitter is a shell of its former self anyway. So the rebrand is necessary or something. I don't know. I mean, that's true, but, but like, like, why the hell did you buy it? It's well. That's the thing. It's so weird seeing someone like it's. It's kind of a blessing in disguise, man. Because it's not that often that you get a. Well, maybe it's more often now, but really, it's it, traditionally it hasn't been that often that you get a, a a fucking billionaire come along and just show their whole ass, like just the whole stank ass, just putting it out there and showing everybody how like fucking nothing they are, man. Like, how mediocre their yeah, shit is. Careful. There's a little bit you know? of autism there, I'm, I'm told. With with uh, Elon yeah, Musk? Is he, like, fake autistic? Or, or, or is he... No, he's he's autistic, but I think he's he's got to be, like... But, like, but like he's... I, I would believe there's, like, Asperger's or something, for sure. Yeah, he's but like, whatever they call it. It doesn't change the fact, like, plenty of people with Asperger's who aren't fucking assholes, you know what right. I mean? Like, just... Don't be an asshole. That, that's not an excuse. He's not, he's not picking up on like, social oh. cues. You know, that everyone thinks he's an asshole. I, I think he's hilarious yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like how? We called the guy a pedophile. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That was so, so like, fucking random. He's not trying to it, it wasn't even, it yeah. wasn't random because he's saying, because he was going to go rescue some kids, he's a fucking pedophile. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't use his sub. It's just so petty. It's yeah. so fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually yeah, I'm not wild. shocked he's buddies with Trump. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Trump is infinitely funnier than Elon, though. Like, actually funny, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I've um, always said it. <laughs> Say what you want about him. He is funny. <laughs> he's got a sense of humor. Yeah. He definitely, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, 
I I think he's unintentionally funny though. Like I don't think there's anything he's done that's just like actually haha makes me laugh. He was going for that. It's just the shit that he ends up doing. <laughs> like like the funniest thing to me about Elon is <laughs> he fucking fucked this girl and then tried to bribe her by buying her like offering to buy her a horse. Whoops. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, like, I don't know what kind of like. Where do you get that? That's like, what, how like how much of a horse girl did you think this lady was that you thought a horse would be the best way to smooth this one over? Like I thought, what you really want a horse? <laughs> I can't know how to do a, a you know, mouse compression. Um, How was that talk, goal? Talk like this, talk maybe? Like and, uh, I can't do it. Uh, I'm, I mean, Elon Musk. Is that is that guy how he does? He has one of those voices that's like this. And he goes, aha. I, I'm Elon Musk, and this is it. And, 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 South African. I, I bought a yeah, horse. I can't do South African. Oh, I bought a horse. Yeah, how, how, I don't know how uh, South African. Sorry. Yeah, South African. 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 South African. Yeah, South African. It's really weird. It's a weird one. You know what? It, you know what? It's it probably sounded, a name. You know what? I don't know if it's just me, if I'm just high or whatever, but it sounded really bad <laughs> doing like just a gibberishy voice uh, and saying South African just because it's got African in it. <laughs> okay, like we know we're talking about like like British people, like white people, right? But <laughs> for me to get the accent so wrong, I was like, "Yeah, I'm like." He's still technically doing an African dialect, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I'm trying to do that, that, that actor, Charlton Copley, from District, from Copley. District Nine, and Chappie. He was Chappie. Man, I, you know so many fucking actors, dude. He was so also, many names. He, yeah, so he impressive. was in the film, the film uh, reboot of uh, uh, what's it called? A Team with Bradley Cooper. Oh, the A team, Liam Neeson. Yeah. He was the guy who wasn't. Yeah, he's the guy who wasn't Bradley Cooper, Liam Neeson, or Ice Cube. Or no, who was that? Was it Ice Cube's son? Um, who, who was? Uh, who was? Who was ooh. Mr. T? Crushed Ice. Damn. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, what's his face, Junior? You know, I think it was Ice Cube Junior, maybe ooh. or maybe not. No, it was it was, it was too Cube long Jr. ago to be Ice Cube Junior. He didn't start acting until recently, ice right? Bomb? Crush it can't be crushed ice. <laughs> what is he's the, like a UFC guy? I think maybe. Right, but what's a good uh, Ice Cube Junior? Come on, we can come up with this. A good pun. Oh, oh, oh! I see, crushed ice. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is good. It has to be like iced, um, chilled, chilled cube. I don't know. Uh, What's a smaller cube, right? Like a ice. Yeah, but ice ball that doesn't work. Snowflake isn't bad, actually. Snowflake, but that's not bad. Snowflake's not bad. Um, Okay. uh, Quentin Jackson. That's who. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Quentin Rampage Jackson. Yeah. What about him? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Why? (laughs) I think it was Ice Cube's son. (laughs) <laughs> like that movie was so long ago. It was 2010. It was 13 years ago. Ice yeah. Cube's son was probably yeah, in high he school. would be 
twinkle in his dad's eye. How old is he? He's I don't know how old he is, but he's a spitting image of Ice Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, he really is. It's the same with uh, I don't know if I said this before. The same with uh, what's his face's kid. Um, uh, Damon. No, 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 Damon Wayans. (laughs) Oh, Damon Wayans. Yeah, I get them confused often, honestly. But all those Wayans, man, they have like strong genes. They'd be looking. Very similar. Like every Wayne's brother, you could tell is a Wayne's brother. I can tell. Um, yeah, here's the thing. I, I can tell all the Wayne's brothers apart, obviously. But mm-hmm. I can't tell Sean and. No, I could do Sean and Marlon. I just think I mix them up a lot. But I know I can tell you exactly. Mar- Marlon's the one who's always got bigger hair. And he's like goofier. And he's uh-huh. the guy that was in. Um, um, what's it called? The Lady Killers with Tom Hanks. <laughs> mm, yeah. Where he's like. Um, I don't, I don't remember his line. It was funny. He's got some good lines, but yeah. But you know, they always do those movies together. But yeah, I can totally tell them apart. Why did I think I couldn't? Yeah, they're actually you can tell them apart, but they got they, the face does look pretty it, similar. So man. when they've got similar haircuts, like when Marlon cuts his hair, which I think he did, actually, right? I think I got. Yeah. Then I had to really like look at him, but um. Yeah, but no, Sean's got more of that uh, that sort of classic handsome look. Yeah, Sean's Sean's good looking. Yeah, for sure. and then Marlon's more got to go like yeah. a goof, goofy kind of face, a little bit, <laughs> a little a little goofy. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Goofy. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit goof. Yeah. Got some of that goof, goofing his shit. For if sure. you're just tuning in, this but... is Wayne's talk. This Wayne's talk. talk Wayne's hey, world. This is Wayne's world. <laughs> Yeah, Wayans World. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Keenan Ivory Wayans. <laughs> Keenan Ivory Wayans is ooh. born in 1958. American actor, comedian, and filmmaker. <laughs> He's a member of the Wayans family of entertainers. Wayans first came to prominence as a host and creator of the 1990 to 1994 Fox Sketch comedy series In Living Color. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. Remember when uh, mm-hmm. that, that's when Chris Rock <laughs> that character he just the old man was like, "Good lord, that's a lot of money." That's all like fifteen dollar, good lord, fifteen dollar, good lord, that's a lot of money. And then he had this kid with him, and I forget what show he's from. Um, but I remember going, "Oh, that kid is from a show that I watched." And he played his grandson, and then he does the then that guy does the bit. He's like, "Good lord, that's a lot of money!" Oh, good lord, sweet Jesus, that's a lot I of money. Look up who that kid oh. was, man. Yeah, what was he from? I don't know. But, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Yellow Jackets yeah. came to that one late. Yellow Jackets. Yeah, if you usually ask me if I want to promote anything, and. Uh, Right oh, okay, there. yeah, yeah. What's Yellow Jackets? Tell, I didn't mean to say it. that we're already at that point. Um, <laughs> nah, we've been there. <laughs> probably, I think we've pretty much been Yellow there. Jackets. Is, oh, before I even talk about Yellow Jackets, what the hell's going on? Everybody's raising their prices like at the same like the same week. Like YouTube Premium just got jacked up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of the strike shit. Yeah. And, and, Spotify so, got jacked up today. Peacock, Paramount, mm-hmm. all this shit. I mean, yep. Just, yep. I also found out I'm paying like a lot more for my YouTube premium than somebody else I know, and I don't know what the hell that's up with. 
Well, what's up with that? Yeah, they 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 offer lower prices to newer members to onboard them and then jack up their prices all the way. It's it's the opposite of what you would do to like a loyal customer. Oh, like typically, still making. She's still paying what I'm. She's still paying less than what I'm paying. It just it yeah. just increased us by the same amounts, which, mm. per, which oh, percentage yeah. wise is still a is still a blow to those lower priced people. If yeah. going up four bucks means a lot less to somebody paying fifteen a month or I don't know whatever. Oh, those fuckers though. Anyway, so Yellow Jackets is on Showtime, or if you have Paramount Plus, you can see. I guess all the Showtime shit is like included with Paramount Plus. Now, I think like, I think they forced yeah. you to. Um, but it's just like if you like that those creepy shows that are you know they're kind of uh, like the like Lost or something, you know, like what the hell's going on here? Uh, let me learn a little more, you know. I don't want to say too much. It's just about like it's got like two timelines that they. Are you trying to? Are you are you trying to recount the plot of Lost no, no, right no. now? What are you... No, 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 no. Uh, Yellow Jackets, but they're both about plane crashes. Oh yeah. Okay. Ooh, sorry, I'm puffing on a black and mild. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was just taking a, you know, you know. I don't, I don't know what you call it—a a puff, yeah. But it was like a long puff, you know. Yeah. Sucked it all in and then and let it out. Doing smoke rings and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these girls, they're like a soccer team, and they're going to nationals, and they get on a plane, you know, on a private plane, and that plane crashes on, on the way to Seattle or whatever. So who knows? Somewhere in the wilderness, Yellowstone or something, right? Okay. And then uh, they're in the okay, wilderness yeah. for 19 months before they're found or rescued or whatever, um, and then. So the whole show is just back and forth between 1996 when this thing happened and present day, 25 years later, uh, 2021, as they're like adults a little older than me. And so you've got Melanie Linsky, you know, great actress, and uh, and okay, and this other woman whose name Wait. I forgot right now. Uh, Hold on, what is this like a show you're in, or are you just promoting this show just to, to <laughs> hold on? To do did it? I start off by saying I was promoting it like I'm in it. Yeah, <laughs> you said you wanted to plug this show. Oh, I'm not. I'm not in this show. It's got Christina Ricci in it. Okay. Then I would have met Christina Ricci. That would have been pretty cool. So, <laughs> so you're just a, okay. So just to be clear, you're just a fan of this show. And you want other people to check it out. Is that what this is? Yeah. Is that why you're... T- okay, so you didn't know. Okay. That's why you're telling me to keep describing I just, it. I just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I just... You just... <laughs> oh, no, I'm high. You're just suddenly like, all right, uh, I, I thought you were going to give a Twitter handle or like some kind of, I don't know, like follow me on uh, Face Chat or whatever the hell. And yeah. <laughs> you're just talking about a show. <laughs> no, I don't... I wanted to rant about the uh, price gouging as well. Okay. And, uh, man, check out, um, oh, give your support to um, SAG after. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I have a, a list. Let me grab that again. I don't. Um, I think from what I'm told, canceling your canceling your streaming 
subscriptions is not what's expected of you to su- support them. Some people say and it's counterproductive. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what some of them were saying. Um, so not at this point. There hasn't been a call for people to uh, do that yet, uh, because one of the things they want to keep pushing is uh, showing people how to um, uh, how important they're needed to generate content. So they want to show that, um, you know, like, I don't know, like you, you, this is, you need to make content because people have a demand for that content. So this is why they're subscribing to different services and everything too. And I'm sure there may be a time when they ask for people to stop uh, supporting streaming services at that time too, man. Whatever. I'll play video games and sit in my room. That will be fine. Uh, it's the least I can do at this point. Plus, you know, like some of this shit. Yikes. It's not it's, good. The stuff they're putting it's out. It's going to suck because remember when it, do you remember when the writer's strike happened in like 2007, 2008 or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Suck. Like, 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 like it was like, there was yeah, like a bunch, there was like a long period of time where nothing new came out. Yep. Oh man, that sucks. So don't, um, yeah. I hope, uh, yeah, so just get ready for that, I guess. And the longer the strike goes on, the longer yeah, if, that period of time will be. Hey. Yeah, if that's the worst that I have to do, then it's, it ain't Who nothing. Knew Fran Drescher uh, was the president of the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, I know, right? Who would have thought? <laughs> Ah, Mr. Sheffield, I'm running for president of a SAG after. I'm the nanny. Help me, Mr. Sheffield. I all my all my Fran Drescher impressions start and end with Mr. Sheffield. What about um uh what about Jody Foster? Is she here? Yes, sir. <laughs> Jody, is that you? I'm Welcome ne- back. Welcome back to I'm the show. I never left, Jody. sir. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing in the uh, in the time since you you last spoke with us? Well, sure. As you know, I've been a card carrying member of SAG AFTRA since I was twelve years old in that movie where they made me get naked. And yeah, and, and I've been taking good. I've taking good care of me, sir. And so I'll do whatever everybody else is is saying. Uh, do whatever, what everyone else is saying. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. I, I want, okay. I, um, well, last I time, the, okay. I want, I want all the things that everybody, everybody wants a fair wage, safe working conditions, a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a box. Yeah, what do you want to do? Why the box to lunch? What, what, what's that part? <coughs> Sir. 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 She, she was a bigger girl, yes, sir. She was a bigger girl? She was a bigger girl, she yeah. a big girl yes, sir. She was a big fat lady, isn't that right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, sir, she was yeah. a big girl, yes. 
No, I don't think I've seen Dr. Mecter. Dr. You know what's funny? I still haven't seen that movie. You should. I haven't seen you it. Should I need to see watch it. it. Yeah, there's a lot of movies you haven't seen. Yeah. Have you seen The Godfather? I have. I've actually have seen, seen The Godfather. Have you seen Citizen, Citizen Kane? Good. I don't think oh, so. You know what? That's That that holds up. I'm not... like. I, yeah. you'll, don't watch it thinking, this is the greatest movie of all time, according to all, all these people. You know, like, just... But right, but also right. so enjoy it for what it is, but also don't just enjoy it for what it is, because you have to appreciate what was new about it at the time. Yeah. So things like seeing the ceiling—they never showed the ceiling in the movie before. You know, things like that. You check yeah. that out. Wait, did you say you had seen this? <laughs> no, I have. I haven't seen okay. Citizen Kane. I don't yeah, think. I haven't seen too many like classic movies, honestly. I haven't seen too many movies generally. Start, start at the top, uh, work your way down. Yeah, <coughs> trying to think of the one yeah. I've seen. Like, what was the last one? Yeah. I saw? When it comes to the movies, like like in the rankings, you don't start at the bottom. You could, I guess, the top one hundred, number one hundred, still going to be good. What's one hundred? Like Gone with the Wind or something? No, Gone with the Wind is way up there. I think. Yo, 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 you know, oh, yeah, yeah, my bad, I meant number one. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, no, yeah, um, number number one is Susan Cain, usually, number two, and then, uh, what's it called, Casablanca is usually up there, Godfather. Okay. But it's, it's changed yeah. so much over the years, I'm going off of the first time they posted it. The AFI 100 movies. 100. Yeah, you know what, it, 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 this will be the last thing I said, I gotta get the hell out of here too and go back to work. And you gotta do too, real work unfortunately. tonight? I have to fucking work again. It's, uh, my uh, the last couple of weeks have been crazy. I, I don't understand. I suddenly got busy out of nowhere and it's it's a fire drill, so everything's coming up. I literally gotta fix another thing tonight so it's gonna be like, ugh, but I'll, I'll figure it out. It won't be too bad. Um, last thing I'll say, it has nothing to do with anything we've talked about, people, but... <laughs> You know what movie actually kind of slaps Sideways. that maybe I hated on when I was younger? Uh, Tit Labyrinth? No. Labyrinth fucking slaps. Like, <laughs> stop. Anyone who hates on Labyrinth at any point in time is just... They, they just weren't cool. I gotta be honest. David Bowie rocks. That movie kicks ass. And the Muppets are sick. Okay. Everything about that movie rocks, but no, not that one. Um, here's a hint. 25th anniversary just happened. Oh. Uh, absolutely launched the careers of, uh, well, one of its actors was somewhat famous at the time. Big Lebowski. Uh, he has Just propelled into superstardom. Nope, nope, nope. And the uh, the female lead, she had an amazing career afterwards. Uh it is. Let me let me give some more hints that aren't too on the nose. Let me see. Let me get close. Nineteen ninety. I do know a movie just celebrated its twenty fifth anniversary, and I I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick kick myself when I hear it. Yes, twenty fifth anniversary. Um, had a original. That's too much. That's too much of a hint. Um, music. Let me give a little. Music huh? had mu- original music. No. Original music, big time. Okay. Um, big time original music. Uh, let me see. What other hints can I get? Um, 
besides Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. That's it. That. <laughs> Come with me. I like no, um, Fuck my enemies. Fuck my foes. Damn these hoes. They're stepping yeah. on my toes. <laughs> yeah, one of the stupidest songs ever, but I loved it. Um, okay, let me... Uh, God, I gotta come up with a hint that's not too... Because if I give out some hints, it's just gonna give it away entirely. Um, uh, American, it's American not a musical. Beauty. No, no. It was released... It was still released in the 90s. 1998, if it was the 25th 90s. anniversary. Okay, yeah, that's it then. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it... It? Did very it did very well in the Academy Awards that year. <laughs> that should give it away. Um, not Shakespeare in Love. No. Oh, Schindler's uh, List. It, no, it can't be Schindler. No, 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 no. It is uh, okay. Here's a big hint. It's a love story. Yes, Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> see, fucking. <laughs> see, it's too. See, that's why I didn't give a real hint, nope, guys. I, is because you, it's like all I did. I said it after you said the Academy Awards thing, and I was like, "Yeah, that's right, Titanic." Forgot about that. Well, but definitely, that's what gave it away. It did very well in the Academy Awards. Uh oh, my dog's uh, some, someone's at my bing, door. Bing, bong. Are you home alone? Bong, bong, bing. <laughs> bong, bong, bong. Sounded like. You said that thing that we kids used to say when I was a kid. Uh, can't even say it. <laughs> so it's not good. <laughs> What's not good? <laughs> the thing I thought you were saying uh, when thing on the doorbell oh. theme. I, yeah, it's a bing bing yes, bong. Very close. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You replaced okay, one of the okay. sounds, okay. and I was like, I didn't say it. Other kids did. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, but that movie slaps. Like, going back and watching it, that's, that's actually really good. Uh, James Cameron's pretty good at what he does. That guy's wild, man. I don't understand. That's like a real... That's like who Elon Musk wishes he was, honestly. Like, every time you see these like eccentric billionaires or whatever, pretending that they're geniuses. Uh, he might actually be one. Honestly, did you know he had to learn, like he built a submarine with his brother to go see the Titanic and it didn't crush. <laughs> like, like, Oh yeah. This submarine that yeah. was built by these, you know, these yeah, no, I was like, thank God uh, James Cameron wasn't on the, uh, wasn't on that submersible because he's been down yeah. there plenty of times and he's been fine. He's been that funny, yeah. But you think he's he's not going to do a bad job engineering? It's James Cameron, so um, cool. I think uh, that's pretty. That's that's the episode, right? Right now, we're just shooting the shit. I mean, most of this has been just us shooting the shit, um, chilling, reading scripts. What do you think? What's your final thoughts on is AI going to take over uh, everyone's jobs, or how soon do you think it's going to take over? Oh, uh, five years from now. Yeah, probably. Yes, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think it's. I think it. It just gets ex- exponentially faster. Hang on, I gotta get my pizza from the pizza guy. Oh, you got your pizza yeah. too? Hey, it's me, the pizza guy. Hey, somebody order a fucking pizza here. <laughs> hey, Thank you very much. Have a good evening. Hey, it's okay. 
Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John, baby. That's so mean. Yo, 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 why are you trying to suck my dick right now? Hey, I'm just a pizza guy. And the phone out with the pizza guy. Hey, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, hey yo. Bill, stop that. Oh, 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 get your hand off my dick. Oh, oh. Oh, get your hand off my meaty pepperoni. Hey, this isn't family style. <laughs> my dick ain't family style. Hey, hey yo. Hey, coming becoming more and more of a Sopranos guy. Hey, better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John. All right, I think that. I think that about fucking sums it up. Oh. Hey, hey yo, oh. hey! Tony, what you been eating, huh? Ever since I hey. seen last time I seen you, you was this sign. Now you're looking like a big babagoo. <laughs> you're looking like a goomba. Yeah, was it a was it a big fat girl? Big great big she fat like, person. She looked like a goomba, sir. <laughs> she had a big ass. <laughs> she had a big. Ass. She had a big ass, sir. And I noticed that butt was stuffed. Oh, ladies, I want to get with y'all. <laughs> and take a picture. <laughs> My homeboys try to warm me. I got to come up with a Jodie Foster so I can do it too. That's that's me, me, me. So horny, sir. <laughs> hey, yo, she's talking about being hey, horny. I'm just here trying to hawk some pizza. Hey, I'm going half mast here. Hey, keep going. Keep hey, going. I'm, I'm hawking here. <laughs> Hawking pizzas, Andrew. Hawking pizzas here. Hey, yo. Oh, whoa. <laughs> that's enough. That's. I think that's enough. No, we're 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 going to bed, Thank everybody. Uh, thanks for coming. Uh, oh God, Brady calling in again. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, let's give let's him the final. Quick. Brady, what's going on, man? Real quick. I just I had to point some interesting thing out that I noticed during your show is that some interesting parallels mm-hmm. between the way we talk about AI. And the way that like Jewish people talk about goyim is like not having a soul, and it's like, what even is a soul? You know what I mean? In the first place, first of all, but there's a lot of really interesting parallels between the civil rights language, language of the civil rights, and the way that we talk about AI is like something we can't allow to become too powerful or strong. And like we're kind of talking about AI the way that you know white people talked about black people in the '60s, and find that an interesting uh, thing. And I, I, for one, am excited about the idea of maybe finally seeing different actors playing different characters. I'm really sick of seeing the same motherfuckers in the same movies over and over again. You know, like there's a lot of actors out there we could be cycling through. And for whatever reason, we're just not doing it. I don't know. I guess the familiarity, the, the, the marketability of familiarity, but, um, it drives me crazy. Like I'm tired of seeing Harry Potter in, in like a serious role, you know. I got bees. I got my so, <laughs> I used to be. I, I, hey. I, I was a thespian. I was involved in the theater all through school. I was I a actively, thespian, sir. I make money hosting improv comedy. You know what I mean. So I do acting, 
And do you host improv, improv comedy for great big fat people? <laughs> Was no, it a bigger set, yes, sir? No, fat people. No. Would you? We can't, no, I have to ask a question. Would you? Would you take the offer that was posed at the beginning of this show, which is that the studio comes over and says to you, "Hey, I'll give you the lead role in. We're just going to bring back Ozark for like the fifth season, even though we said we were done, yeah. and you get to be Jason Bateman because he's on strike, and we'll give you double what your regular salary is right now for one season of the show. Would you take yeah. it? Would you I'm be a scam? Totally sold. Solid deal. I'm crossing that picket line. I'm, I'm, I'm skateboarding right past that picket line. I'm doing a kickflip over that picket line and cashing that check. And how about the pubes in the, in the cereal? Yeah. I don't have a lot of sympathy for actors, but the pubes in the cereal, I can't relate. Yeah. Okay. Why'd you, why'd you do it? <laughs> That's why I don't take advice from uh, random internet strangers. <laughs> yeah. But. I, can I go up to an AI? <laughs> Man, I, I got to stop or I'm going to get in trouble. I'm looking way I forward just, to AI movies. I think it's going to be hilarious. Like, I want to be able to be like, I, I, I want to see a Care Bears versus Ninja Turtles movie. Make it happen. Go. You know, and it just drops. Like I mean, isn't that just um uh, uh whatever that one that Steven Spielberg did? What's that fucking the the Ready Player One? Isn't that what that uh, is? I mean, no. Uh, I'm, I'm talking. Um, I want to see an R-rated Power Rangers versus like, <laughs> um, let's just say. You should check uh, out Chippendales Rescue Rangers movie. Like VeggieTales, yeah. Power they Rangers did. versus VeggieTales would be good. Like an R-rated Power Rangers versus VeggieTales movie. I'm like, I'm in it. Wow. Take my money. That's pretty cool. You know, someday yeah, at our fingertips, and, and not even that far off, we'll just be able to say, make a movie for me right now where this happens, and they're just going to do it. And let it star Ben Affleck and, the, and, uh, and Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, I want Ben Affleck, but someone who's not Ben Affleck to be uh, to star as Bob the Tomato, and uh, I want him to be con- um, committing acts of terrorism upon. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I want him to be flying the planes. Samuel L. Jackson as the Black Ranger. I want Samuel L. Jackson as the Black. And who do you want as the Yellow Ranger? Bruce Lee. Bruce motherfucking Lee, of course. Bruce Lee. Okay. Okay. Like I'll settle for Jackie Chan or a Tony Job, but like walk right into it. I I didn't have the hesitation. I already got this movie planned out in my head. I already cast. I already got the casting. That's awesome. I think Winona Ryder would be the Pink Ranger. Would be Winona Ryder. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. He's got hang dog yeah. in the movie. It'd be, it'd be epic. We and the vegetables can be, you know. Um, I'm sorry, Bruce Lee's but... dong. <laughs> yeah. Did we get a scan of it? it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we did. I think... I, we got enough pics. Yeah, AI racist. Humanist. Humanist. All your Power Rangers, I noticed, are old. Yeah, I want to see like a Dora the Explorer like R rated murder now, mystery. Like, just make that, that's how I want to learn whatever. Spanish. Just, like, yeah, I want to learn like Spanish. A Samuel L. Jackson R-rated. and a D aged. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Why did, what 
part of my high brain yeah. made me think that they had Slow to be the your role, dude. The that's are, not R-rated. That's not illegal, in the future, bro. Yet. You're one of those <laughs> like, AI racists illegal, not R-rated who nothing. is trying to <laughs> put fucking AI people in their place and make them uh, like Toby okay, or whatever. We can do that. We can, we can yeah. do that. We can do that. Um, I thought it'd be funny just to have a child like uncovering the Illuminati like, be, in a murder you know, mystery and then so learning Spanish gonna, at the same time. Bear, bear breath. Just, just kissed. Yeah, she's gonna hang dong for sure. <laughs> no way. Dora is still the same. I thought this was like Dora's all grown up. Yeah. I mean, I'd assume if it's our race, you gotta be grown up. <laughs> El Diablo yeah. Diabolico it just has a pyramid and then turns slowly towards the camera and oh. says no bueno <laughs> no bueno <laughs> swiper no swiping <laughs> Can you say stop? Stop, Bill. Bill, you've made it so far. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe AI will be cool and be our friends. I just don't like who controls it. I've never been against AI developing. Well, There's actually going to be like an intelligent kind of new life form you know, not doing that we created. That's kind of they're doing it to get fucking rich badass. And I think that's sick. And There's a lot of potential, and I hope they can thrive and have the same. Uh, if they have dreams and hopes and all of this other shit and they're just as alive, then let them, let them do it. But uh, I just don't like how it's being used. I mean, the main reason people are doing it right now and, and pursuing the technology is just to kill jobs and to not have to pay someone who is going to be a McDonald's cashier or a driver or even, an, even a lawyer. You know, that's that's the whole point. Yeah, but that's the incentive, the incentive of, of, of mm -hmm. I mean, the 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 cost cunning, the profit maximization principle is forcing them to go after the jobs and that's it. So they look at, you know, it's the same way they're looking at the writers in Hollywood. Like say what you want about the writers and actors. You cannot like writers and actors. It is fucked up what these executives are, uh, how they're trying to continue to cheat them over, over and over again when their entire industry is dependent on that talent. It's dependent on their creativity. And the whole point, like the reason I want to cross a picket line is because the, that's just the, all we're doing by doing that is what I would like to see happen them to continue to look at. I'd like to see all that. nothing more than. I'd like to see all the means actors just start making their own content. Profit, you know, I'd like to see all really the filmmakers, all the camera guys, all the writers, all the actors get together, and make their own. I mean, look, Blair Witch Project going, hey, was like so low budget. I, I really need movie. more profit. You know I mean? There's a really lot of really good happen, low so budget stuff sure out there. And they just need to start making their own studios. You know, dedicating their entire time. Independent. We need more independent studios. Bottom line. And more independent movies. I remember back in the 90s, we had like a nice little boom of like independent studios and movies coming up before the is whole economy it, it, crashed, you know? And we started to get some really like, cool shit, like Dogma and all this weird stuff, you know? I don't know if that's necessarily totally yeah. independent, but, um, you know, uh, i just love to see them get together and start making their own shit without someone telling them what to do, without any creative, yep. you know, um, 
restraints where they can really just write what they want without having to worrying about, you know, critics or editors or uh, censors or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully get some good movies again. You know, I feel like the writing, the, 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 the content that they've been putting out of these industries is reflective of the way that, you know, it's being done. It's like everything is shit now. Yeah. Like nothing is good. Like I want to watch so I need to make my AIDS cocktail movie. I want to watch the never ending story again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think you can eat AIDS without giving it. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's pretty safe to eat AIDS. Is it like as long so as I need to make my cocktail, AIDS cocktail, you might actually movie. be okay. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Bill's <laughs> been trying to make a movie about. I'm not a doctor, but I'm taking an AIDS cocktail, AIDS. which is just a a cocktail, but it's not like a cocktail of drugs. It's just a cocktail of AIDS. No, it's a, it's a, um, it's an alcoholic cocktail. It's an alcoholic cocktail of AIDS, and you keep. The joke is now that you keep trying to make it work, and I don't. <laughs> but he just there, said I should. There's a really cool. I should do whatever I want. Who filled a squirt gun with his own blood? He had AIDS, and he filled a squirt gun with his own blood, and like framed he that as the, art. He added oh, the part about the cocktail cool having AIDS. The guy already has AIDS. He's Hold dying of AIDS. Right. Yeah, but then you're just compounding. Super Zoker's full of AIDS. Oh my god! Like, I'm sorry, but if you have AIDS, like, no, like, first of all, like, I can't see it being like a good thing to be like, hey, you know what I need? More AIDS. You know, like. So I heard an interesting new climate change theory the other day, and it scares the fuck out of me. could be that scalar energy oh, wow. from the black hole in weapon. the middle of our galaxy is causing kind of cool our is relaying so itself to our no, sun which relays itself to the life. earth's core and our Maybe earth's core is actually being heated change. by scalar you energy start spraying which uh, is potentially the, terrifying they get close to they get close to the art piece and they read the inscription. And like, oh, yeah, it's okay. It's not even closer. honestly. I'm afraid of even talking about the science. <laughs> it's the science is so little, fucking scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's one of those things that get a little too close. Like, <laughs> and I love talking <laughs> about science. Yeah. Yeah. Checking themselves yeah. for open wounds. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Uh oh. Okay, real quick, because I got to get back to work, but. I, I do oh, want to hear the, the, the theory. You could call it a scalar theory of global warming. Like, so energy from the center of the universe uh, being relayed to our sun. And then from there, um, I, I, I don't understand what going to the are. earth, which you know causes the sun to heat up, which in turn causes the earth's core to heat up. So if you think of like a, you know, you have two magnets next to each other and you start to vibrate one of them. You can get Bam. the other one to vibrate as well. What know? is it called? AIDS cocktail, you say? Yeah, AIDS cocktail. No, no what's, it, what's it actually called? <laughs> this, this theory? Yeah, I'm, I'm a... Yeah, the, 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 the earth theory gets hot. 
but not global. In other cool science news, they just discovered uh, gravitational waves echoing in the background, which could be the scientific basis for things like black matter and dark matter and also astrology. It could actually explain astrology. And um, that's pretty interesting. So there's a lot of repercussions from this new um, astrophysics discovery having to do with gravitational waves, which kind of vindicates what I kind of believed for a while. But uh, that's all. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll try to see. There's a simplest. I've never heard of it. I don't see anything about it yet, but uh, here we go. Serious note, guys, there's a syphilis outbreak going on, and syphilis makes you more susceptible to AIDS. So Um, they're speculating that Texas is about to have a massive AIDS outbreak. So wrap it up before you tap it up. I don't care what gender you are or whatever the fuck. Yellow Jackets, cool. streaming on Paramount Plus on Showtime. <laughs> Seasons one and two available now. Cool. Well, uh, uh, thanks for sharing the science news. And, uh, Bill, thank you for sharing uh, just a show you like. Uh, looking forward to, uh, I don't know, next episode. I forget what I'm doing. Uh, honestly, I I want... I'm now just using this to keep procrastinating going back to work because I'm dreading actually having to get back on my computer and type stuff about contracts. But you know what? One day at a time, put your pants on one leg at a time. You drink your AIDS cocktail and you do what the fuck you got to do, baby. You do what you got to do. One eight at a time. One one bit of AIDS at a time. Goddamn these AIDS. Cool. Damn these AIDS. Okay, well, everyone, Bill, thanks again for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you. Uh, Shout out to my mom. Shout out to everyone else. Cool, thanks. Uh, Wear a condom. Or or whatever Um, the fuck. He means the I's and the A's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we weren't talking about it. yeah yeah all right everybody till next time um uh, uh stay low and avoid the clap okay take care Bye.